This is episode 43 of the Giants of the Faith podcast, where we look at Christians from the past 2,000 years who have had an impact for the kingdom. I'm Robert Daniels, and I'm the host of this show, and I want to thank you for listening. But before we get into the content of the show, I just want to apologize for the slow publishing schedule that we've had recently. There's been a lot going on in my personal life. It's interrupted my research and writing time. But things are looking up now, so I hope to return to a more regular cadence soon. In this episode, we're looking at James Strong of Strong's Concordance fame. Strong's Exhaustive Concordance is an index of Hebrew and Greek words that are used in the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. It's been a very useful study aid for over a 100 years, and Strong's work continues to bear fruit today. James Strong was born on August 14, 1822, in New York City to parents Thomas and Maria. James's father died in 1827, and his mother died shortly after that. So by the time he was seven, James was an orphan. His aunt, name unknown but sister to Maria, stepped up to raise James and his brother. He was reared in Flushing and then on Long Island, and was raised in the Episcopal Church by his aunt and his grandmother. Now James wanted to become a doctor, and to that end he was sent to the Lowville Academy in isolated upstate New York. When he finished his years at Lowville, he moved on to the Wesleyan University in Middletown, Connecticut. A Wesleyan was, and is, a Methodist university. We don't know if Strong had left his Episcopalian roots behind before he went to Wesleyan, or after he got there, but in fact he did become a Methodist, and he remained so for the rest of his life. At some point, he gave up on the idea of medicine as a career, and he took an interest in biblical studies, and importantly, for our story, biblical languages. When he finished at Wesleyan, graduating as valedictorian, he went into business and politics. Now, some of the high points of this part of his life include starting a railroad company and building the Flushing Railroad, which is still part of New York's transit system today. He also served as mayor of his hometown on Long Island and as a teacher of biblical literature, and even as university president at Troy University. Through it all, he maintained his faith and his interest in the Bible. In 1853, he published an article in the Christian Advocate magazine encouraging that Methodists open a seminary in New York to be used to train and equip men for the ministry. Now, many Methodists rejected this idea, and Strong was publicly ridiculed. God chose and trained ministers, they said. Systematic teaching and training would only take God out of the equation and turn preachers into automatons. But this article would eventually bear fruit, and it served as a preview for the final stage of Strong's career. While teaching, Strong met a man named John McClintock. McClintock was an academic and a Methodist, and he had a major influence on the course of Strong's life. McClintock was the editor of the Cyclopedia of Biblical, Theological, and Ecclesiastical Literature. This was a new project to collect and categorize contemporary Christian writing. McClintock brought on Strong to help him co-edit the project, which ended up being a massive 10-volume collection that was published between 1867 and 1887. McClintock was also the chairman of the committee tasked with celebrating 100 years of American Methodism. As such, he was on the ground floor when steamship and railroad tycoon Daniel Drew approached the committee with the idea, inspired by Strong's 1853 article, of founding a Methodist seminary in New York. Drew would fund and grant the school, and he wanted his pastor, who also happened to be John McClintock, to serve as its first president. All agreed and Drew Theological Seminary was born in 1867. McClintock had been impressed with Strong's work on the Cyclopedia, so he brought him on as Professor of Exegetical Theology 
and he served as the linchpin of a group of professors who became known as the Big Five at Drew. The Big Five, or the Strong Five, as they were also known, was made up of Strong, George Crooks, Samuel Upham, John Miley, and Henry Butts. And they dominated the seminary for the next 25 years, and they set it on sound and solid footing. Of these, Strong was the only layman, but his abilities were second to none. Strong was a popular teacher and a respected academician. In 1871, he was invited to participate on a committee preparing a new Bible translation. Strong didn't live to see its completion, but he was a central figure in the preparation of the American Revised Version Bible, which was published in 1901. That was important work, but Strong's biggest legacy is his exhaustive concordance of the Bible, commonly called Strong's Concordance. He saw a need to provide a tool for Bible study that would benefit preachers, educators, and laymen alike. So he meticulously prepared an index of all of the words in the Bible. Strong's Concordance was first published in 1890. And in it, he listed each original language root word and where it can be found. Now, this allows the reader to quickly cross-reference verses for deeper study. And he also numbered each word. Strong's numbering system provided a quick and precise way to identify what words were being discussed in scholarly works and in study. In the concordance, there are over 5,000 Greek root words and more than 8,000 Hebrew ones he also included a brief Greek-to-English and Hebrew-to-English dictionaries in his concordance, but he was careful to advise that these were not a proper substitute for a thorough, mainstream dictionary. Now today we have easy access to Strong's work. Go to the application store on any smartphone and search for Strong's concordance, and you're sure to find plenty of results. Innis' concordance continues to be published in book form for those of us that prefer a more tangible experience. It's a great and useful tool for study even today. Now, Strong continued his work until he died at 71 years old on August 7, 1894. Strong revolutionized Bible study, and it allowed for more people to have deeper and more thorough dives into Scripture, and he surely impacted the lives of the generations with his work. And that makes him a giant of the faith. Thanks very much for listening. Drop me a line at podcast at giantsofthefaith.com with any comments or corrections. Until next time, God bless. God bless.